Hello, hello, hello. Monday morning. Monday morning when all the possibilities are possible. They sure are. We are here, David Mustard and... Jenny Mustard. And we are... The Good Times Podcast. The Good Times Podcast. Thank you, thank you, thank Thank you. Thank you so much, thank you so much. We have rebranded. We have thought about this for six months yeah at least i started planning this six months ago we were gonna start uh on our fourth anniversary in january Mm -hmm. but because of covid and everything we had to like push it and now we're ready to get going finally Uh, you have been you have been so excited about this planning plotting scheming i am so excited we are the good times podcast Mm -hmm. uh and uh yeah it's 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 weird to have a completely new name and uh, like tell every, us about every, it because every, it's your it's your idea isn't it well everyone who listens to this now already like they will already get the notification for this podcast uh-huh. so it's not they don't need to search for the good times podcast because we just changed the name from the mustard to the good times oh, podcast so it was say in everyone's feed like yeah new and, episode from the good times podcast now yeah and but maybe it's like gonna be confusing yeah but i will also tell on social media and stuff all that right that they will that they can click on that because uh-huh. otherwise they're like what's this? Is this like this? when they sent everyone the U2 album on the, what no, was it? iTunes. Completely different thing because these people want the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> but some but people might be like U2. Some people might be like what's the good times podcast and unsubscribe. Yeah, I think that might happen. We will see. <laughs> so, so that might happen. Please if don't, don't unsubscribe. If they don't recognize us. So what the... is the good times podcast, David? Well, basically, mm-hmm. uh, this is uh, a more advanced version of our regular podcast yeah uh, we now have so that we can play videos so for the youtube audience they can see the videos that we're playing and stuff instead yeah. of just the audio mm-hmm. from them uh also we're gonna you have a soundboard we, ha- we have a sun play us something play us something and david this is what jenny thinks of it this is unmuse i'm out of here and this is unmuse i'm out of here yeah, yeah you need to say it twice as well <laughs> And this is Jenny when she's tired of me talking about something. I'm out. <laughs> just, I'm out. Just that, just that. I feel like Heidi Kum. Yeah, yes, exactly. Uh, but what, she's what never she out, say? she's always in. One day in fashion, you, you're you in, one day you're out. No, but she says she says to, to the person that has to leave. You're out, auf Wiedersehen. Yeah. And uh, then she kisses them. Oh, doesn't she say, you're out? Well, that, that's that's, that's the me. the German racial slur uh, way racial of racial <laughs> slur. I don't think that's the same thing. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah. So we've been planning this. We wanted to gi- give it a total rebranding because we we wanted uh, because well, basically, we already have an audience, but uh, we wanted it to to say that this is a good time, basically. Because the uh, mustard doesn't really mean anything to anyone. Doesn't know who we are. Exactly. Yeah. Good times. Everyone understands it, and we are trying to do a podcast that is good times. I mean, that's uh, always been like our like our image or like our vision for this uh, podcast that we wanted to be like a you know pep talk early on mo- Monday morning, start the week right, yeah, happy exactly. stuff. And sometimes we talk about uh, more horrible stuff in the world and but stuff. Not but not anymore. Well, we're, we're going to do less of that because I less have a story coming up in 10 minutes. That is no. <laughs> not super positive. So can we say it's 90 to 95% yeah. good times? Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's, if you search for the Good Times podcast, there are a couple of other podcasts that are called the Good Times podcast. None that I've found that is active at the moment mm-hmm. and none that has over, you know, 
50 listeners or something like that maybe mm-hmm. uh so, so you, you, you will probably find this podcast if you search for the good times podcast Let's if you want to so. listen to it on an app instead uh, of uh, youtube so have you changed the name on youtube as well then yeah we're, we're changing it everywhere but it's wow. probably gonna take a, a couple of days to get everything right everywhere yeah with the new logo bear and stuff with like us that. Oh, yeah. the new logo though can we just take a moment and appreciate the gorgeousness, which is the new logo? New logo made by the flat type on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Uh, beautiful. Uh, she did uh, an amazing job. Yeah, yeah, I love those colors. Yeah, exactly. Oh, it's so, so beautiful. Good. So good. Uh, and she had already made kind of this uh, this image like of us. fan art thing. Yeah, fan mm-hmm. art thing. And then we, we were out. like, this is so amazing. So let's do Lovely. That. Good yeah. stuff. Anyway, we're not the only one that are rebranding. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have found someone else that's rebranding. All right. Uh, and let's see. Oh, now it's going to be complicated here. But uh, let's see. Now we're going over. I'm going to show a video now. So Matthew McConaughey uh-huh. has... Well, he says that he has started a channel. and A YouTube all, channel. All, all the newspapers are saying that he has started a new YouTube channel. Uh-huh. But he hasn't. Because this channel has been around for at least five years. Wow. He for for two years, Matthew McConaughey was on YouTube making short, you know, mobile phone videos. Uh for like regularly? Uh no, not regularly, mm. but for, for two hundred subscribers. Oh. For like two years. He had two hundred subscribers and you know, someone found it and posted it on Reddit after a couple of years and like this is so weird. He has a channel. He has like, well, you, you know, know no one's he, watching he it. He didn't like tell his publicist or anything. He just like, I just want to do this. Yeah. Uh, for and my it's like, you know, it, it, it was, it was videos. Uh, he, he's removed all those videos now, but it, right. it was videos of him giving so he, life lessons. He, he pulled a Kalel, like you could say. Sorry? He pulled a Kalel. Uh, oh, I, I thought you meant Superman, but you meant YouTuber Kalel who reinvents herself every deletes, six months. Deletes old videos. Yes. And stuff, yeah. So let's hear what he has to say, what mm-hmm. Matthew McConaughey has to say. Oh, he has like a new intro video, rebranding. Yeah, video. yeah. This is Welcome to My Channel, uh, right. Matthew McConaughey. All right. All right, all right, all right. Yeah. There we go. Dazed and confused. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> the first three words this young man ever said on film. Thank you. Uh, yes, McConaughey here, and I want to welcome you to my YouTube channel. It's a destination. Did he say YouTube channel? YouTube. YouTube. I want to <laughs> welcome you to my YouTube channel. Let's listen. Uh, let's see. It's a destination where I'm going to share who I am. Hey, here, and I want to welcome you to my YouTube channel. It's a oh, destination. Kind of says YouTube. Where I'm share who I am. Well. Not. well I, I, I want to say first of all, he has a script and mm-hmm. he has glasses that reflects that screen in his, uh, yeah, in his glasses. Yeah. Uh, this is a rookie mistake. It's, it's a YouTube channel. <laughs> we have to we have to like give him some. He has exactly. a, he has he, he has to watch it back a few times to learn from his mistake. I I love the background here because mm-hmm. I guess this is his home office. I'm just guessing. Yeah. Uh, and what he has on his uh, on the back of his home office are four of these. Mexican uh, wrestling masks. Oh yeah, like really colorful, sparkly. Are they stuff. like real size? Do you think? Yeah, they're behind him. I just think it looks like they're <laughs> farther away and smaller. Therefore, fair enough. <laughs> and then he has one of those uh, like drums that you that you sit and have between your knees and pray. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I don't know. 
bongotrumman is what we call it in Swedish. Yeah, I think they have many different, many different names. Yeah, I, yeah. I don't know. Uh, can, I can, I can imagine. He seems like a guy that, he looks, that uses that. He looks like the prototype of a guy who would pick up one of those drums. And he probably has played on it three times. Yes, he, 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 probably, he probably, no, he, he brings that out every night. Like for, every time he has guests over. No, for his wife and kids <laughs> after dinner. Because he's like, he's... Uh, He's he's very like Texas, mm. which is kind of like co- conservative mm. in many ways. Mm. But he's also super eccentric. Yeah. So it's like, so I think he's one of those that like, hey, I'm bringing out my drum every night and just play a bit yeah. for the kids. Yeah. But let's hear what he has to say here. Mm-hmm. What I don't, what I'm doing, what I'm not doing, along with some approaches to life that I've found useful and constructive along the way. Uh, prescriptions in the art of living that have helped me navigate this rodeo we all live in, and even a bunch of bumper stickers that I've seen, heard, gathered, and stolen along the way over my last 51 years here. Hopefully, it's going to be all killer, no filler, with some rap. <laughs> I think this this is hilarious, and you it's know, amazing. <laughs> it's, it's amazing. I feel like I'm I'm kind of loving this. I'm really loving it because I, it's like he's it's it's serious, but also. Hilarious, fun-loving. Yeah, that he's like he's he's having fun with it. You know what we say. And he's he sat down and wrote this, and like <laughs> it, it has it. it has you know rhythm. Yeah, exactly. Do you know what it is? No, this is Matthew McConaughey's version of slam poetry. Definitely. Let's hear a bit more. That can help you get back on time. Put a little reason to your rhyme. Some food for thought with a sip of wine. Bring <laughs> yes. your funny bone. Don't be afraid to bend a knee and join me in the chase to be more me with you. Did he t- tell us to bend the knee? Yes, he said bend the knee. Don't be afraid to bend the knee. I love it. One more time. Don't be afraid to bend a knee and join me in the chase to be more me with your chase to be more you. He's a poet. Because what else are we really here to do? Don't forget to subscribe to my channel and click the notification bell to be notified when I post a new video. Check out the links in the description and some of the projects I'm going to be working on. I am looking forward to connecting with y'all. So in the meantime, in all times, just keep living. Oh, did he point at the sign? Yeah, just to say just keep living. Oh, it says just keep living. It says J, J. Something living. Yeah. Okay, just keep living. Oh, okay, now I get it. I think this was brilliant. Uh, okay, so this is um, he's he's he. Th- there's some, an organization called We 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 Are Texas. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're they're um, uh, fundraising for uh, because of the snowstorm. All right, that yeah, was in Texas. Yeah. I'm guessing, and mm-hmm. a lot of people uh, got uh, uh, didn't have a really great time back then right um, that, that's a good summary <laughs> yeah exactly so they're fundraising for that and so on his ch- i think this is why he rebranded his whole channel all right because after that if you go to his channel here um uh, you have uh a couple of other short videos leading up to uh the we are texas concert uh, okay yeah so what are you thinking? Are you are you proud of Matthew McConaughey and his uh, rebranding? Do you think it works? I think so. I think it's... Uh, I mean, if he only had like a few hundred subscribers before, like, of course he can call this his YouTube channel. Yeah, exactly. I think that's totally fine. Yeah. But uh, uh, I have to say that I'm, I'm quite impressed with his... Uh, I, I think it's added value that he has his little sounds, like... 
<laughs> like a sip of wine. But you know, um, in, in Game of Thrones, yeah, uh, Jamie Lannister, mm -hmm. a serious, pretty boy that is an amazing warrior and all of that. Yeah, like, cool yeah. guy. Mm -hmm. I saw uh, a video when Architectural Digest was uh, came to his home to che check that out his home. home. Yes, they, mm -hmm. they, no, yeah, not, not Jamie, Jamie Lannister's, Lannister's home. He didn't come <laughs> in to, King's Landing. To, to King's Landing. <laughs> no, to his actual home in LA. Mm -hmm. And I've seen a bunch of movies and and you know Game of Thrones with him, and he's he's always you know he's Danish, quite serious right? and like a cool, good-looking you know man's man kind it, of. He's Danish, isn't he? Uh, yeah, I think so. Mm -hmm. Nicolas Kostau, oh, yeah. Val Valdau. Koster Valdau, yeah. something like that. Mm -hmm. um, say it in Danish. Blah, 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 no, blah, blah. Say, it, say it in Danish. Like, I don't know, I don't know. Mm -hmm. But uh, in, in that video, it was really funny to see that he's super eccentric. Mm. Right? How, how, uh, I, I haven't seen it. What's his oh, house Oh, you like? didn't see it? No, I no, didn't okay, see okay. it. No, yeah, okay, they, okay. They checked out his house and he was just... He was just very eccentric uh, and he was just walking around uh, in, you know, flip flops and was just like, you know, not that I thought he was, you know, a cool, you know, man's man kind of guy. Yeah. But he's like super chill and kind of eccentric. Well, he had like funny stuff in his home or what? Yeah. And like dressed a bit funny. Yeah. And like some weird art and stuff like that. And he was, you know, like his mind was a bit all over the place kind of. Mm. So I was like, oh, this is super fun. Yeah. I, did, I didn't expect that, that from means, him. Do you know what that means, David? No. That when he's in movies and TV, yeah. he's acting. Yeah. To be a man's man. Exactly. Yeah. Which means that he's greater. Because sometimes it's like... Uh, sometimes people just play themselves. You yeah, can exactly. tell that this is their re real personality. Yeah, so exactly, when you, when you exactly. see them in, in interviews and whatever. Yeah, exactly. Oh, it's the same guy again. Yeah, you know. yeah, yeah. Uh, Denzel Washington playing himself in every exactly. movie he's ever been in. Exactly. Yeah. Um, I have another video here yeah. uh, that I wanted to play. and I have just have to say, I really like your t-shirt today, David. Oh, thank you. Monday morning when all possibilities are possible. T-shirt. Yeah, uh, you can get this on uh, everywhere. I think that, <laughs> that uh, I, I don't know, it looks kind of like official. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's supposed to be like, you know, something with pres yeah, if prisons. You, if you're looking or... for a Monday morning statement T-shirt, yeah. you can now find them on our website. Uh, links below and all of that. Mm. Uh, we got a whole collection of new uh, merch, as you can see right here behind me. Mm. Monday morning t-shirts, coffee is a drug t-shirts and, and hoodies. So go check that out. Mm. Um, also, uh, I forgot to say, leave a thumbs up. <gasps> the most important thing of all. Yeah, that's the most important thing. Yeah. So leave a thumbs up on this uh, podcast. I think you deserve it after all the, the hassle you've been through to get the setup up and running. Exactly. Mm. And if you're listening to this, uh, please give it a a five-star rating on your on your podcast app that really helps especially mm. with a new podcast like yeah. this yeah <laughs> we need a little boost so are you saying there's a new podcast now are you are you doing the matthew mcconaughey trick of like calling it something new when it's actually a just a revamp well i've called it a rebranding all the time yeah. so so it is the same but it is just more oh right so uh, if we if we go to the next video that I have planned, we've talked a lot about Britney Spears, yeah, and uh, Britney's um, the the framing Britney Spears uh, documentary and stuff mm -hmm. like that, and free Britney movement and all of that. Mm -hmm. 
I found that this uh, this video, this David, have you been scouring the internet again? I have, I have definitely, and I found this interview with Britney Spears from 2003 with a Swedish woman that. Oh no! I hate it. I really hate it when Swedish uh, reporters do like interviews with, uh, with superstars. Yeah, I, oh, it's because so cringe. It gets, this oh. is this is like a ten minute interview, so this is just the ending, and it gets a bit cringe at the end oh, no. here. Unfortunately, oh no! Let's see if I need to replay that. Long, so I'm gonna have to quit. Oh. Just one more question. Oh, one more question. Oh, okay. I don't dare asking this, but I have to. Would you dare giving me? Kiss on the cheek. A kiss on the cheek. <laughs> yes, that's okay. Madonna got a tongue one, but maybe a small one. <laughs> a kiss on the cheek. Ah. Uh, oh, you don't have to. You know, Britney does this great because she's like, "That's not okay." Yeah. Without saying, "That's not okay," but she she's even like, makes faces. Yeah, like, she's Ew. like, "Oh my god!" Do you know what she said? I'm out. <laughs> That's what she said, definitely, in, so, in yeah. not so many words. Oh, yeah, she, I mean, I, I can't understand, like, why isn't her manager, like, breaking in, like, nope, no, nope, we're not going to do that. Like, cut, let's let's finish this interview well, now. Well, the manager, I guess, or publisher has just said, last question. Yeah. And then when that comes, I guess, maybe the publisher is standing in the publicist. background, publicist uh, doing, doing like, this. Like, yeah, uh, but because you can see, like, Paul Britney's, like, looking to the side, like, kiss on the cheek like sending alarm yeah. uh, signs yeah. in her eyes to whoever is watching behind the camera one, one more time oh yeah yeah one more thing just before this question yeah the uh the uh, interviewer outs her for smoking <gasps> <laughs> she's saying like i thought it saw that you were smoking before the interview <gasps> and she's like uh, yeah She's like, are you going to quit? And she's like, oh, yeah, no. maybe I'll have to quit. And it's like, There's that's no none of your business. Here. Yeah, <laughs> like, that's so disrespectful. Yeah, let's, let's hear the question again here. One more question. Oh, okay. I don't dare asking this, but I have to. Would you dare giving me a kiss on the cheek? A kiss on the cheek? <laughs> Okay. Madonna got a tongue. <gasps> Maybe a small one. My kiss on the cheek. Ah. Uh, oh, you don't have <laughs> to. So th- this is this is the whole ownership of yeah. celebrities. Yeah. Uh, celebrities, and I I don't know if. There are compilations on YouTube of like celebrities talking back to reporters, basically. Yeah. But uh, as we saw in the uh, Framing Britney Spears documentary, there were a lot of people that did super cringy, like predatory questions Ooh. towards her, and it was it was super weird. So she must be so used to it then. Like this must this must have happened to her like a gazillion times that people ask her questions that she don't want to reply to, or just like ask her to do things that she don't want to do. Yeah, something like that. But uh, sti- but still, just like, I mean, the audacity of of you know on camera asking to invade someone's personal space like that. Yeah. I don't even understand why. Like, what would be the point of it? Um, for headlines and clicks in 2003. To get a kiss on the cheek. What what kind of headline would that be? Oh, I got a kiss on the cheek from Madonna. No, I mean Britney Spears. <laughs> I love it that she said, oh, Madonna got a, got a tongue one. Yeah, and it's like... That's Shut so, up. and the, the thing is, like, this isn't just like first day reported. Like, this reporter is like very well known in Sweden. She's been doing this for like for ages. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah. She was like had her own show. But for this years. is one thing that, like, at least in Sweden, wouldn't happen today. No, like, when is this? Like, two thousand three. Yeah, 
Oh my god! And and the thing is, like you know, this is like an interview for TV or whatever. Yeah. But can you imagine nowadays though, when everyone is just like walking around with their own camera and everyone kind of wants to build their TikTok following or Instagram following, like celebrity must be getting asked to do a bunch of crazy stuff on people's cameras all the time from what i understand it seems like it's worse for uh like if if we talk about youtubers i i I, as i understand it's much worse for american youtubers compared to uh, to yeah well that makes sense i guess in other many other countries uh that they get you know, everyone wants a photo mm. all the time. Mm. And it's like, if if they're really big, like people come up to us and, and talk to us. I love it. Super nice. Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes people ask for a, a photo you know or something is. like that. And that's great. Yeah? Do you know what it is? Like if, if we meet someone who comes up to us and say, hi, I watch your YouTube channel or I love your podcast or whatever. If it's someone who is like 22 or over, Mm. They just come up and chat a bit, maybe tell us a little bit like, oh, I went through a, a rough time last year and your podcast mm. was a comfort, you know, something nice, mm. like there's something personal and then you give them a hug and then you say goodbye. Mm. Like that, that's super lovely. Mm. But if it's someone who's under the age of 20, mm. they just come up to you say like, hi, can we take a photo? And then you take three photos with them and they say, thank you. And you just leave. Like yeah, nothing. Maybe, I love yeah. your podcast. Nothing. But nothing. Per- it's more like, oh no, I I just want a photo, and then that's it. From what I understand, there's a lot of uh, of people that are, which is a super uncomfortable position. But some people come up to some celebrities and film, like yeah, they're, they're without filming asking, yeah. without asking immediately. Yeah, they're oof. like coming up with the camera and yeah. like, oh hey, how's it going? And like filming them being all in their face. Yeah. Uh, Rami Malek, he. He said, uh, don't do that, yeah, pretty much, yeah. to, to a girl. I, I, I don't know. Maybe she was even live streaming. No, no, I don't know. It, <laughs> it, it, was, it was something weird. Yeah, that's weird. so, uh, so, so rude. But what I've heard now mm-hmm. for all the TikTokers, Ooh. when people see them in the street, yeah. they come up and ask to do a TikTok with them. So it's oh. like, it's it's not like, oh, hey, talk a bit or, or take a photo. It's like, fucking do a dance with me. No, or like, you know. Perform, monkey, perform. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> because like like with this Britney Spears interview, it's it's ownership of the celebrity. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's like uh, you're here for our benefit. Yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Uh, but can you imagine though, like if you are a TikToker and like you say you do dance stuff on TikTok, mm-hmm. that's your job. Like mm-hmm. that's how you make your money. Yeah. And then strangers come up to you on the street saying like, oh, you know what? like i want you to do your job with me so that i might get more followers as well like it's all of a sudden it's a career thing yeah you know exactly what I mean? because if someone on tiktok if someone has a celebrity in their tiktok that's gonna get a ton of likes yeah, and you can, views you can tag and them and whatever yeah then you get followers it's mm-hmm. like it's on instagram it wouldn't be the same thing no but on on uh, on tiktok could could definitely work. yeah work but uh, even worse than coming up to someone maybe not worse but another thing that like happened because you know if you look at old school paparazzis or whatever you Mm. have these celebrities like oh i you know it's it's uh, annoying for me or like uncomfortable for me when i go out because there might be someone taking a photo without me noticing when i'm doing my shopping or whatever but and it used to be paparazzis who did that who would follow celebrities around yeah but now every bloody person on the street has a camera Mm. so it's like anyone and everyone is a paparazzi yeah so like you know even for us who are completely unfamous it's like i sometimes get tagged on 
you know, Instagram or whatever, when someone is filming me from behind when I'm walking or like, oh, I just saw Jenny Mustard in in Hyde Park or whatever and just like post a few photos of me on their Insta stories and, and tag me. We're just that like... Is, that's that's. I, I also like use like when insane. I'm eating in a restaurant, someone taking a photo when I'm like <laughs> slurping my noodles or whatever and then tagging me and Insta is like... Th- that's... <laughs> it's... I mean, that's not okay. Well, like, that's not okay. Th- there's, there's a Swedish... A celebrity that I follow that lives in LA and he takes a bunch of photos uh, of of other uh, celebrities that he sees in LA like Why? like he's like oh like just taking a photo like like trophy hunting kind of and then he shows it off to his followers and he has hundreds of thousands of followers so it's like that's that's, that's so even weirder. creepy it's like what are you doing what? yeah, yeah. Um, I think it's time for a little break now. all right yeah, we'll let's be do back it. in a couple of minutes mm. A big thank you to our patrons for yes, sponsoring we, us this week. We don't have any sponsors uh, this week, uh, but we do have our patrons that have made all of this possible. All everything that do, we do. You wanna need point, for this. Do you want to point out what the patrons have done for us? Uh, the, uh, the 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 mic, yeah. the, the cameras, three camera setup, all the cables. Say what? Uh, Your beautiful little soundboard thing. My soundboard. They uh, paid for the designer to do a new logo. Yes, uh, all, all of that stuff. This yeah. this coffee, someone has to pay for that. Yes. Guess who? Our patrons. Yes, exactly. Mm. I, I want to say to them. What is love? This is love. <laughs> giving us money. That is love. <laughs> that is love, for yeah. sure. Thank you so much. We couldn't have done this without you. So uh, please uh, join us on Patreon and get the different... Uh, uh, stuff uh, on the different like tiers these coffee stuff. cups for coffee example cups, for example we're gonna the get coffee so drag coffee cups do some t-shirts and stuff like that on mm, there as well and give us your questions of the week over there as yes. well on patreon yeah. seriously uh like just the community feel of it i feel like you know it's kind of like having a backbone do you know mm. what i mean like we're not just it's not just around in in you know the interweb space exactly yeah exactly yeah we're grounded yes uh anyway uh back to the show yeah back to the show yeah and we are back and jenny is drinking her coffee yummy stuff uh, now here's a story that isn't that happy but i just wanted to talk about it uh, quickly it is army hammer the new allegations towards him because I th- okay, so what I want to talk about, I don't really want to talk exi- about exactly what happened because it's it's horrible. Yeah. But but accusations. I, I just want to say like how when things become clear mm-hmm. when you use certain words, it's easier for people like to sway when everyone. when the first uh, allegations against Army Hammer. Mm-hmm. Army Hammer is the actor in Lone Ranger and uh, Call Me by, by Your Name and stuff like that and uh, Social Network where he plays two people. Um, so what he uh, he was accused a couple of weeks months ago or something uh, of it, it was it was like, like you had to get into it really to understand but I don't what think it was even if you get got into it you still kind of didn't really understand what the yeah, allegations were because it was like oh it's text messages and he's been screenshots inappropriate he's a cannibal he says that he wants to eat people and but it, then it was, he said that he his account had been hacked so he hadn't written those things so it was a oh, lot of say that as well? yeah, it, so, so, it was a lot of he said she said stuff going yeah exactly yeah. it was like oh i believe all of this these women of course but it was i think for the general public it was like Confusing. so what, what did you do yeah but now 
he has been accused of uh, rape. Okay. So is it one of the w- one of the women that came out before said that he uh, raped her for four hours uh, when she was uh, twenty or something like that? She met Army Hammer on Facebook. How wow. do you meet someone on? How do you meet a super celebrity on Facebook in 2016? Wow! How is that possible? Maybe well, so. Yeah, he was already super famous in 2016. Yeah, that, definitely. Mm. Was he there? Like just. Writing to people, I, I have no idea. That's but didn't super- like, didn't like James Franco also like just hook up with girls of uh, Instagram? Uh, James Franco, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but uh, like on on Instagram, people slide into other people's DM. Yeah, but uh, in, in on, on Facebook, Facebook, it doesn't. Seem- like maybe it was like a like a fetish group on Facebook or something, you know, that they met in. Like, you know what I mean? Like a community on. Well, it Facebook. doesn't seem like she was uh, part of. Oh, okay. Yeah. It, it, he it, well, she says that he has uh, basically groomed her into submission. Ah, uh, right. Okay. And she's um, uh, she's repped by uh, Gloria Allred, the mm-hmm. women's rights uh, lawyer that takes care of all of these cases. Kind of. That must be a very very disheartening job to have. Yeah. Whoa. Definitely, yeah. So anyway, your point with bringing this up was to to say that like because she has now said no, actually he raped me for four hours. It just changes the whole discussion around this from well, being like confusing people making weird jokes about it, memes showing up or whatever, yeah. to now being like, wait a second. Exactly. Media says one thing uh, people don't understand, and then the media comes out and says this is what happened, mm. and then people are like, oh, now I now I get it. Yeah. It's yeah. It's it's. It's yeah. all about it's it's all about crossing the line where it's like he sh- he he said she said doesn't really apply anymore no. because no one really cares what he says from that point onwards. But you know what? I came across uh, I did some digging. Uh-huh. Oof. And Oof. I came across David something digs. when I when I when new, I dug new segment. When, um, when I dug, segment. I came across something <laughs> that Army Hammer had been uh, he he was called out. Someone called his name, you can say. <laughs> but so, <laughs> so you, you dug around this and you found somehow in all this mess, you found like a funny angle on the story. I can't believe how you did that, it's how you not, could turn it around. I, I don't want to say, it. I, okay. I don't make light of the yeah, other situation. Yeah, I'm yeah. just like, I just found that he had something, I, I, I never read about it, but like a year or two ago, his wife put out uh, an Instagram story of his of their uh, their son sucking on Army Hammer's toe. What? And it said like, Wait, how old is this boy? He's like two years old. So it's like it's uh, it, it's it's a toddler. Yeah, exactly. And uh, and it said in the story like, oh, he's been going at this for seven minutes or something <laughs> like that. And. <laughs> what do you mean you're sucking on that yeah and it's like i don't understand how that became a story because it's like it's an insta story that is three seconds long pretty yeah much yeah about but what do you like, mean it oh, became ki- a story like in no way but people picked it up like news channels and stuff and like is this is this okay that his two-year-old son is sucking his toe oh, and so, stuff. So did they, did they question it? Was someone saying this is not okay? Or where everyone is like, wait, we don't even know ourselves if we think I, this I don't might know be... if people said this is okay or not yeah, okay. Yeah. But uh, I, I just thought it was 
it was so weird to like i don't have kids but i i don't know a, a kid sucking oh on the dad's oh toe I, i'm like that have you seen this video yeah i i have <laughs> I, i'm like it's it's i i i i've never <laughs> sucked on toes but but i'm like it's a two-year-old kid this is not weird. Yeah. That's that's what I'm saying. I don't have kids, but I'm just thinking that's not weird. So, but yeah, like the kid isn't weird, obviously, because, and, or, or, you know, correction, all kids are weird. So this is just what kids and do. And kids are going to uh, like try stuff, put Throw stuff poo. in their mouth all yeah, the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he put his dad's toe in his mouth. Do you know what I, uh, you and, know, and allegedly, I, you know what I, I did I, when I was a kid? Allegedly, when I was a kid. Yeah. I woke up before everyone else when I was still in diapers in my crib. Yeah. And one of those cribs with like the bars, you know, yeah. the wooden bars. And apparently I uh, was bored because no one else was awake. So I entertained myself by putting my hands into my diaper, gathering some poo, and then painting the wooden bars of my crib in poo. That is... Allegedly. Uh... I don't remember this. It's, I have no recollection of this event. So that, I cannot... Uh, this is just what I've heard. Uh, Reputation. That is, the irony of your comment is both funny and sad. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I think about that. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, yeah, I, I think that if they picked this up as a, as a story that day, yeah. the boy sucking toads, I think it must have been pre-COVID. Yes. When nothing happened in the world and yes. everyone was just like sucking on toes, okay or not okay? But it, it wasn't a massive story because I didn't see it back then. Yeah, but okay, David, if you had a, a child in your vicinity yeah. who started sucking on your toes, mm. how would you react? Uh, oh, th that would be weird because mm -hmm. it's not my kid. Mm -hmm. it but was, if it is it was, your kid, it was my kid. I would be like, I, I'm not a, I'm not a parent, so uh -huh. I don't know. But it seems not weird. So you wouldn't you wouldn't feel for your own like like hygiene level of hygiene like oh maybe this is a bit nasty. Uh, I mean like no. Well, if I just had a shower, I don't know. <laughs> but but like no. He, have you seen your feet, David? No but, one should suck on them. But it, oh, Jenny, what are you saying? I, My I'm feet saying are like I'm saying that your feet are a little bit like hobbits' feet. But they're still beautiful. I mean, they're beautiful for a man's foot, but in general, men have less pretty feet than women yeah. i have to say yeah maybe uh, i'm not a foot fetish guy mm. but I'm, I'm just thinking uh army hammer he's um it was a lot of talk about him being a cannibal but also who would you feel would be most likely to start a pedophile pizza ring maybe army hammer no what do you think no pedophile pizza ring no army hammer no 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 not at all. No, I think that's. Uh, I'm out. You're out. You're out. Okay. <laughs> no way, man. <laughs> um, can I uh, talk about? I I have. Uh, uh, I, I have a question of the week from Robin Spark uh, that always gives us questions over on the question of the week. Uh, Love it. Uh, page on our Discord. Mm -hmm. uh, and Is this Anakia over there? Or did she actually tag it? I'd say a... it seems like it's going a bit better. Yeah. There hasn't been a lot They're of discussions learning. in that group, just mm -hmm. the other ones. So mm -hmm. uh, She is saying, Jenny, do you have a book that you read over and over and never get tired of? And David, same question, but with a movie. I feel like this question is unfair. Why? Towards me. Why? Because you can watch a movie in 90 minutes or yeah. two hours. You, If you read a book, that's an investment. Yeah. So it's like... If you're gonna reread a book, yeah. you really have to super love it. A movie you can watch 
40 times in, in a lifetime. A I, book, if you read a book 40 times in a lifetime, mm. that's like choosing that over other books quite heavily. I, I usually don't like, uh, or I, I like rewatching movies, but I don't. Do you know what your it's, favorite is? It's not is? like when, when you were 15 and when you're like, oh, I've seen this movie you become 10 obsessed. times. Yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah. But do you know what your favorite is? Mm. Your favorite is when you have your like movie nights and you watch three movies in a row and I'm reading in the other room. <laughs> And you try to find, uh, watch movies that you think that I might like. And so yeah. you watch them first. And then you think of, oh, what would Jenny think of this? And then if I would love it, you would show it to me the day after, like straight away. You want to oh, rewatch yeah, yeah. it with me. I love doing that. Mm. Uh, and uh, yeah. I, I, but, it's but, like I have a screening guy, someone who screens movies for me. Like yes. a personal shopper. Yeah, I have like a personal yeah, because movie I, watcher. I, I might see 10 movies yeah. and you see one. No, so really so, yeah so so then i'm like okay one of these 10 movies maybe jenny wants to see it and yeah. i'll rewatch it you even have so like you even have like a watch list on your letterboxd account it's just like to show jenny yeah follow me on letterboxd i'm called david mustard so <laughs> thinking of which books i reread a lot yeah. i think like um Probably Bonjour Tristesse is the one I've read the most times. Yeah. I usually read it maybe every other summer. Hello, boredom. Doesn't no, it's, Tristesse is sadness. Oh. It's just Tristesse in Swedish means boredom oh, okay. for some reason. Yeah, I don't know French. so. But it could actually be boredom because this girl is bored. She yeah. needs drama, yeah. so she creates it. I, I've only seen the movie. I also, but you love the movie, the right? That movie yeah. was great. From the 1950s, great, right? Great, great, great. Yeah, you, all 60s, no, 50s. Uh, let's see. You should all watch that movie. Also, I reread uh, Mrs. Dalloway from time to time. The movie is from 58, 1958. Uh, but I do rewatch. So I don't, the thing is, I have such an extensive to read list. I have like so many books I want to read yeah. and so little time in my life. Like, there's so many books. You know, th- three hundred thousand books come come, or two, maybe two hundred thousand books come out in um, the UK alone every year. Jesus. So yeah, there's a lot of books that you can read. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, does that of, include everything? Like I think it's like it's usually everything. it's usually three hundred thousand titles every year. Yeah. So that's fiction, nonfiction, children's everything, mm. cooking books or whatever. But also it could be like I think they also include then if it's like a paperback. That oh, came out okay. in hardback the year before. So I don't think it's like 300,000 individual titles. Uh, uh, for example, uh, Harry Potter. Yeah. Uh, there's a hundred different versions of every book. So I think every new, n- new edition that has like a new ISBN, I think they probably just count ISBNs. So that yeah. could be like audiobook, uh, paperback, yeah. hardback, new edition. So it, could, it doesn't yeah. have to be like... 300,000 new t- titles, but you, it's still a lot. You can even walk into like a Swedish bookstore and like a Swedish small bookstore in, in out in the countryside somewhere and find, you know, two two full bookcases just with Harry Potter stuff. Yeah. And it's like, you know, so so Harry Potter must be how, half two, of like, those yeah, 250,000 of those, yeah, <laughs> just for different editions. And also you can, do you know, did you know you can buy all the Harry Potter books in like, Ravenclaw colors, Hufflepuff yeah, yeah, exactly. colors. Yeah, exactly. And and there's probably like a pro trans version and stuff like that. Mm, too because, soon. Because she's not. Too soon. Uh, <laughs> too so <laughs> my point is like there's way too many books because like to, if, to publish a book costs so much less than to produce a movie. Mm. So they can just release so many books. Mm. Uh, so there's too many for me to ever be able to read, which means that I 
really try to cram in as many books as possible. And rereading means one less new read. Yeah. So I'm a little bit hesitant to reread. Yeah. Although rewatching movies is my favorite thing. I love it. Yeah. And do you know what we do? No. I mean, you do, but you <laughs> yeah, maybe you don't know, know what, what I'm going to get So what we do is like we have, uh, well, the, how we rewatch movies is purely based on season. Mm. We have our autumn movies. We have our early winter movies. We have our Christmas specific movies. We have New Year's movies. We have springtime movies. And we have summer movies. Summer movies, that list is probably three to four times as long as the other lists mm. combined. Like, like in winter, we, we rewatch uh, A Muppet Christmas Carol mm-hmm. uh, and we rewatch Home Alone, yeah. for example. Yeah. In the summer, we rewatch uh, Dirty Dancing, uh, but we also watch The Firm and uh, The Pelican Brief. But those aren't those are the two that aren't like season specific. We could watch like the Pelican Brief and the Firm. You can watch those movies whenever, yeah. like whenever in the year. Yeah, those are more like usually we watch the we watch the Firm for some reason when we have something to celebrate. Like yeah. if something happens that is nice in our career or yeah. like in our life, we celebrate by watching the Firm. Mm. They they are so rewatchable. Those <laughs> so movies. Rewatchable. I think it's because it happens so much happens in those movies. Yeah, it's the same yeah. with like Fried Green Tomatoes. Mm. We have a bunch of Swedish ones that we rewatch a lot. Yeah. So I think that if you want to get like oh we're going on a summer holiday and we want to get like instant summer mood, summer yeah. feeling to like set us off right yeah. and align our brains to summer, we just watch one of our summer movies and we instantly get like you know, decades of watching this movie since since we were like maybe 12 for the first time yeah. or something. And it's just like an injection of summer yeah. or like an injection of Christmas if you watch Christmas uh, Carol. Yeah. The Muppets Christmas Definitely. Carol. Uh, so which one is your favorite to rewatch? Uh, Muppet Christmas Carol because then there's songs and stuff. Yeah. And you also always, always want to watch The Way Way Back. You always want to watch that one. In <laughs> but, the summer. Uh, I've only seen that handful Every of times. summer is like, that's, the top of when when I ask you every night, like, which, do you want to watch a movie? The way we're back. Yeah, but we never watch it. Barely. We watch it once every summer. We don't. We do. Uh, you know what? Uh-huh. On Letterboxd, mm-hmm. I uh, like I, I write down every time I see a movie. Yes, you log your movies. Yeah, I log yeah. my movies. Uh-huh. So then I can see if I've seen it. Yes, but David, you are selective in your logging. I'm not. I'm not. It's 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 ninety nine point nine percent perfect. Fake news. Uh, do you, you know what happens when you start with the statistics? No one can trust you, David. Do you know? Uh, do you want to know how many times I've seen it uh, recently? Yeah. When way, did you start? Back. When did you start logging? Uh, 2016, I think. Mm-hmm. The way way back, it is logged. Let's see. That's, he's Ju- meddling with Ju- the numbers now. No, That's no. why he's taking his time. Here we go. July 3rd, 2020. So last, last summer, summer yeah nothing before that oh so my i haven't God. seen it in at least you know four years no such lies no, such not, lies it's not logged it's it's lies it is not logged i log my books as well i don't log, log my movies but i log my books but i don't have a fancy letterbox and i refuse to use goodreads so i just do it in my own google doc and then i'm so scared that it's going to disappear because i've logged for the last maybe four years yeah and it's not just that I log what what books I read. I also log what I'm about to read, yeah. like on my my list of like which ones I want to. If that disappeared, or the years I spend on on perfecting that list, <laughs> Ugh, I have a color like I have color schemes to like coding everything. Sometimes I bold stuff. Sometimes I 
italic stuff, you know? Such, <sighs> such a loser. Such a loser. I love making my own lists. I don't just use some apps telling me how to do a list. I can do my own. Ah, yeah, whatever. Mine is pretty. Uh, so, sure. uh, uh, thank you for the question, Robin Spark. Mm-hmm. I hope we answered it correctly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and please leave more questions of the week for us. So, can uh, you say about rewatching or rereading? Mm-hmm. Because like it's not, it doesn't have to be like your favorite movie or your favorite book. Like sometimes you can love a movie, but you would never rewatch it because it's like it's not rewatchable. Mm. Do you know what I think makes a movie rewatchable or a mm. book rereadable? Mm. The only thing that really matters at all, the only like uh, para, what's it called? I, I have no idea. Parameter for if it's rewatchable or not. Oh, yeah. It's parameter. Was it that no, what you said? No, no, no. It's not a parameter. What's it called? The do you know what I mean? Like the 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 only thing measurable, the only thing we measure here. Okay. It's a para. Oh my god! I just uh, I don't know. Okay. I don't know. Anyway, the only thing that matters is the atmosphere. Yeah. That if you want to be in that atmosphere for a while, for another two hours or for another ten hours, if it's a book, then you're gonna rewatch it. Yeah. Doesn't matter what happens if you like the characters or not, which country it's from. It doesn't matter at all. The only thing that matters is like, do I want to be in this mood? Is that the only thing that matters? The only thing yeah. that matters. For me, uh, in a way. Don't you agree? Um, yeah. Uh, like, I don't care about the story the 10th yeah, time I'm Why seeing a movie. Why so it's all about my atmosphere then. Yeah. But talking about atmosphere, I think it's very interesting, something that Netflix have been doing really well recently. Uh-huh. Um, so... On Netflix, uh, a couple of weeks ago, the new documentary College Admission Scandal Operation Varsity Blues came out. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's about the college admission scandals in, in the US uh, where uh, a lot of rich people paid to get their kids into college. Not just paid, they cheated. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. So uh, as they explain in the documentary... There's a front door, a back door, and a side door into universities. Oh, my God. Uh, the front door is getting good grades and getting into the university you want to go to. Yeah. Uh, the back door is when rich parents are paying millions of dollars to to a, a university. Like to, donating. Do, yeah, donating. Yeah, bribing a university. Mm. Uh, and then the university will look at... Uh, your application mm. an extra time yeah. basically mm. but but the, your application still has to be good then right oh yeah, yeah. but uh, well maybe not i don't know mm. it depends on how much they pay they, they said like if you want to go to harvard and your parents donate one or two million to them they won't even look at it oh they're like 10 20 million dollars I, I, I can sort of i can sort of uh, relate to not relate but i can sort of understand harvard at this moment because like how many more library wings do we need how many more fountains? Exactly. How many more? Like, do you know what I mean? Like, exactly. oh, we have paved this pavement two thousand times. Yeah. Like, we don't need like, anymore. You know, another bench. You know, when you <laughs> when you can get your name on a bench yeah. in a park, or like an observatory is like another fucking star <laughs> gazing. Yeah, stuff. yeah. Um, there's the side door as well, and that's where the fraud of this uh, admission scandal started. Mm-hmm. And the side door is that uh, basically the parents pay this guy called Rick Steve or something like that. Was it Rick Steve? That sounds like a a fake name. Yeah, that sounds like a fake name. Rick Steve. Rick Singer. Rick Mm. Steve was uh, a a guy that made TV before. Mm. Um, So, Rick Steve. No, Uh, Rick Singer. Rick Singer. The the, the side door. So you pay him and then he talks to 
the coaches of weird sports at at universities. What is small, a weird sport? Small sports that no one really cares about. Like what? Uh, from rowing to I thought uh, rowing sailing. was super big at those. Well, yeah, it depends on. Yeah, you have to find the the you least know, the, popular kind of, yeah. and and then you go uh, and <laughs> groom the coaches. Uh, at these places so that they are willing to accept a bribe uh, that they collect themselves to get the kid oh, so the, into the, co- the school. So the coach will then pick their team and that's how the kids get into school. Yeah, yeah. The, the kid has never played water polo or whatever it is. Yeah. But uh, they take a photo of the kid playing water polo. For the and say for on the, the application that they have been doing it for a while, so they lie. On oh the yeah, yeah, exactly. And then they're placed on as a reserve or something like that. Also, they don't actually ever turn up to practice. No, 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 no. Yeah, exactly. No practicing, nothing. But There's then the sport must really suffer if why? like half of the team is like. No, but it can, can be like the two kids per year or something like that. Uh, you right. Know? Uh, so it's a very, very tiny side door. It's like a side hole. Uh, it's not like a motorway. Yeah, it's like people. well, there's a lot of colleges, so it's like yeah, I can get in. I can get one more kid into Harvard. I can get so two how much, kids how much into does USC. It cost if you want to get your kid onto the water polo, so the, mo- the most team? famous one is uh, Olivia Jade, uh, mm-hmm. the YouTuber whose mother is Lori Loughlin from Full House, and dad is some fashion designer, and they got uh, both their daughters into USC mm-hmm. for five hundred thousand dollars together so it was a package deal you get two two for one i don't know five hundred thousand dollars but if they had uh, donated to get their kids in Mm -hmm. which is not a sure thing they might have had to pay millions and millions so instead they yeah and also like it wasn't harvard (laughs) it wasn't like you know stanford princeton yeah so i guess it it Uh, it probably easier with usc but apparently usc is a really hard school to get into all right uh and uh, the but then they also have to pay for the actual school right uh, oh is that like a scholarship thing then no it can't be no i'm guessing they don't get scholarships if they're like reserves on a team Uh, anyway okay so uh, anyway what i want to say about this documentary is that they're using uh, reenactments in a great way oh no because when the social dilemma came out yeah they had reenactments of like how a family would uh, would uh, uh, become wor- works with social media and stuff like that. Basically. Yeah, become like polarized. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it was like first I was like, oh, this is corny. But like ten minutes in, I'm like, how does it actually work? No, I, didn't I know think you it don't think so. Yeah. But um, for me, reenactments is just like it just reminds me so much of watching like really cheesy reality shows like. SOS, uh, you know, the oh, yeah, yeah. Re- rescue service is yeah, out exactly. again. And then they like, reenact when kids, you know, fall off a lawnmower or something. Yeah, exactly. Or or there's uh, like police uh, shows like that. Yeah, that and they always like, have like... Yeah, and it, it's like because and... the budget is very low. So they have like a lot of close-ups lot of, of like uh, blinking police lights Slow-mo. and stuff. And, yeah, and it's like, it's super cheesy. It's very TV. But what what uh, Netflix has done with this college admission scandal documentary, yeah. it has tons of reenactments, mm-hmm. but it is with great actors and it is cinematic as hell. It looks still, still amazing. It looks really good. And then they have, uh, you know, people talking on the phone and they're like, yeah, we basically took... The, regu- the real phone call and just had the actors uh, act oh. it out. And it works really, really well. You know, and David, a, a, a very fancy cheese is still a cheese, you know? 
all right, calm down, Salt Bay. <laughs> yeah, that's what I had <laughs> was to say. Was that towards to you. me? Yeah, that was towards you. It was just you. Saying Are you it. using my own voice against me, David? <laughs> yes, I, am. I feel like I you're going to abuse your power. I should get. It. I need a soundboard. No, you don't. I, I need to. There needs to be repercussions, David. I need to be able to to counterattack. No, nope, never, never. Uh, but I want to know from the audience if you have watched this documentary. What do you think about the reenactments? Because I think it works really well. It looks very cinematic and doesn't matter what it perfect. looks like. Also, I, can I lift one other thing about this? I'm not sure. This is this is not a, a, a hard a opinion. Hater. This is not a hard opinion at all. I'm just Jenny lifting. says I'm out. That's what you're saying. No, listen to this now. I'm, <laughs> yeah. I have a, I have a serious question about yeah. this. If you're using reenactments in a documentary, first of all, documentaries are always, you know, it's still storytelling. Yeah. So they pick and choose what they're going to tell. You're never going to get the full picture. So it's always very subjective. You shouldn't like trust it or whatever. Documentaries. Yeah. Or I- in general, you mean? Yeah, in general. Of yeah, course, like, of they, co- of, of they, course. Are, they are still scripted. They're still movies, you know. It's not like, it's not like news. Yeah, but so news can be just as manipulative. I haven't even gotten to my point okay. yet. Okay, so here's here is what I'm thinking. Yeah. You're already think when you're watching a documentary, you're already thinking like, oh, I'm so smart. I'm actually watching the real stuff, you know. Uh, and you 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 kind of all of, just because you know that this happened in real life, you kind of, and the people are talking are actually real people. You're you're way less like filtering what people are saying and like you know. You're way taking less it skeptical. at face value. Yeah, and yeah. you're seeing it as truth. Yeah. When you're watching like something that's obviously scripted, mm. a feature film, then you know it's not true. But in this case, when you watch a documentary, you buy everything as truth. Yeah. But at least then you have the real people talking by themselves. Yeah. But if you start with reenactments, then you you add a fiction element to a documentary. But because it is in the framework of a documentary, when you watch the reenactment, your brain is actually going to tell you that this is also true. But if you have like some critical thinking in your mind, you can be like... No one has critical thinking in their mind. Like that's why stories work. I mean, we we start crying when we when we watch Dumbo. Yeah, but it's like, like yeah. we, we don't and we, we can our brains cannot tell if something is true or yeah. a story. And when you watch a documentary, it's obviously uh, like it's the truth, but or it can be the truth, but it's also made by someone that's like. Well, they choose everything in the documentary. They of might course. have an they, agenda. They might not have an agenda, yeah, even, but they even still though choose. They don't, even though it's it's very objective, yeah. it's still like, well, I'm going to put this clip here and I'm going to put that clip mm-hmm. there and that clip after that. And because of these three clips, I'm reinforcing one point of view of this thing. Yeah, and also like, if you're a documentary filmmaker, you know about like, arcs story arcs like yeah, how to course. tell a yeah. story Bec- to get to your point because a good documentary is really good storytelling yeah it's just storytelling yeah. i mean like that's why it's so easy to when when these like conspiracy theory uh, documentaries show up it's so easy to sway people to like you know become anti-vaxxers or to become vegan for that matter whatever you want people to become yeah it's like it's so easy if you do it with a documentary because it is prime storytelling but you dress it up as truth. Yeah, it's, it's not. like because when uh, when you see like a documentary about uh, veganism, for example, and mm-hmm. it's like they're just spitting facts, yeah, right and, and testimonials, and yeah, stuff and, and, and it's like, yeah, sure, I I can watch another documentary that says the complete opposite yeah, thing yeah, yeah. and believe that as much, yeah, basically. Yeah. Uh, we need to be careful with that. Reenactments out. 
uh, talking about this college admission scandal, they they just focus a tiny bit on Olivia Jade, the YouTuber. Mm-hmm. Uh, but she went on a slight redemption tour uh, a couple of months ago, and she so st- she she stopped uh, posting on YouTube, right? Yeah, she did. It. She barely posted in two years, mm-hmm. and now she's back doing you know vlogs like, "Hey, this is my life. I'm yeah. going on holiday. I'm doing this stuff." Uh, but she before that she went on the Facebook show, mm-hmm. read the table talk mm-hmm. with uh, Jada Pinkett Smith, her daughter Willow, and her mom, who I don't know what her name is. Mm-hmm. Uh, and first of all, Facebook show. Yeah. <laughs> like, it feels very like, backhanded. The, like, the, I've, I've heard about this show quite a few times because they have like big celebrities. And I think that's... just Facebook that's trying where, to become current again yeah yeah i guess so Mm. like they also needed something and Mm. i guess on red table talk that's where they had ti on the rapper who had his daughter uh virginity stuff testing her virginity (laughs) status basically Uh, and he went on that show for redemption i'm thinking Mm. and then and then is that Olivia like Jade the, also? Did that. Is that like their their thing that they just take people on to like ab- maybe they're of very and then they apologize and you know maybe they're very righteous or or uh, or they just want to <laughs> everyone to be get along again so they like yeah. to try to meddle and uh, Ti has now been accused him and his wife together have now been accused of uh, like sexually assaulting tons of women. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah wow. recently. So. That's weird. Yeah. Um, anyway, There's I no have redemption from that. I have a clip from uh, the show uh, from Red Table Talk mm-hmm. with Olivia Jade, where she explains what she, how she feels about the whole thing. Yeah. Basically. Yeah, yeah. And let's. How old to is that. she now? Do you know? Uh, she's twenty-two. All right. Twenty-one. Yeah. I have no idea. Something because like she that. got. Did she get kicked out of school because of the scandal thing? Yeah, but as soon as the. the if they started arresting people, she obviously didn't go back to school. Yeah. So, so, so she hasn't been back to school since. No, 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 no. Any, it's I, like I mean, any well, school. Like, she's, no, I, I, yeah. <laughs> I think like if if you are her, if if your parents are worth hundreds of millions of dollars and you're a celebrity yourself, I don't think college. And the only reason why she went to college mm. was because of her parents. Her parents. How do you know that? You don't know because that. she she's what what do you mean? She said it. Oh, she said that. Yeah, exactly. Uh, her her parents didn't go to college, uh, so but they really wanted their kids to go. Yeah. So they and their kids weren't good students, so they paid for them to oh, go right, to right. college instead. Mm-hmm. And obviously, she was already a, a famous YouTuber with millions of followers and and uh, collaborations with Sephora and all of that, basically. Mm-hmm. But this is what um, she's saying on Red Table Talk here. The upset was about 100% honestly when it first happened I didn't look at it and say oh my god like how dare we do this I was like why is everybody complaining I'm confused what we did yeah. right and that's embarrassing to admit right that's embarrassing within itself that I walked around my whole 20 years of life not realizing like you have insane privilege you're like the poster child of white privilege right. and you had no idea but she insists all right hmm yeah so she she's saying I I didn't I didn't know I didn't realize that this was such a bad thing. Yeah, she's because in the scheme of things, yeah, she's really rich mm-hmm. and has probably gotten whatever she wanted her mm-hmm, whole life, mm-hmm. and now she's in a position uh, like her parents. I, I don't know. She knew about it, 
there's no question about it. She took photos of herself rowing and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah. <laughs> um, but maybe she, you know, she was so like oblivious to the actual like FBI fraud yeah that that, <laughs> that but i mean be. like it's 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 i feel like it's a little bit of a slippery slope situation where it's like okay well there is the front door but there already was a back door which is like yeah if you have money and you just mm. buy a new library wing you mm. you can get in uh, yeah so this side door isn't really like a big step from the back door and, so uh, i guess it's like a slight escape but the thing is like even though it's like, oh, this is how it's done. Even if she thought that this is how it's done or like this is what like how people get into to college or whatever. Mm. It's like, yeah, but just because it's done and just because people do this, it comes to a point where you kind of should ask yourself, but do I want to do it this way? Like, am I okay with this? Because, you know, she like you said, she wasn't like a good student or whatever. Mm. She definitely wasn't on a rowing team. Mm. And she still got that spot into that school mm. that someone who might actually be on a rowing team or actually be a good student didn't get and the only reason why that person didn't get it is because they didn't have the same amount of money that's the truth of it yeah that, that's the whole problem that's that's why people are actually complaining in the yeah, end yeah, yeah. Uh, but, except but for the but, actual fraud so but, but so this, the thing is like yes she's she's she says she's a poster child for for white privilege but it's mm. like yes um and and even though you you lived your whole life like that, I understand that it becomes normal and everything. But at, at what does it does it really have to take an FBI thing and like three months in jail or whatever and get kicked out for you to realize that you have privilege? You know, it kind of reminds me of that. Do you remember that the affluenza case? Well, can I just say the 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 high school she went to? Yeah, is basically the clueless high school. Yeah, it's it's like you know you you know rich beyond uh, anyone's uh, imagination yeah. high school mm. and 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 then how do you get into college and her parents are like uh yeah so how we get in how we get you into college except for the whole rowing thing is that we're donating money to the college mm. and that's actually what they did but it they was didn't donate money to the no, college no, no. they they actually they, paid they, off they, a coach yes exactly yeah. but they uh, all of the people in this documentary probably said to themselves it's kind of like donating it's i am donating because mm. it went in the money they paid to rick singer mm -hmm. uh, went in to his foundation basically that then donated money uh, right. so it was like yes we can call it donation right <laughs> even but though it's no, a bribe but, but, but it ended up in the coach's pocket it didn't end up in the school pocket no it, it was one coach that actually gave the money to the to the college yeah. and every other coach he, understood that it was meant to go yeah, into exactly. their own pocket the, yeah. the guy who, who didn't understand and gave it to the college <laughs> he, he only sweet. yeah he only got like six months of uh, like house arrest or something but, and they were but like that's, yeah, you're, we're cool <laughs> i still feel like the the um, uh, coaches got like worse um sentences than the people actually paying for the the cheating parents uh i don't know i don't know how many how, how long people because got. it's like you know you said you told me it was like 50 different instances that went to trial on this yeah. right and how many pe people do we know of that has been like have been like ostracized or been scandals in in newspapers or whatever is mm. this case and then it's the Felicity Huffman case. Yeah. 
Why? Yeah, because the, there's two, two mothers that are celebrities. Yeah. All of the other cases. Yeah. Do you know anything about them? Or have their lives changed? Have they been like well, lost they, they their jobs all, or been well, cancelled? It depends. If they had their own business, they they're probably Nothing's good. Nothing's changed. But uh, they probably got kicked out of a country club, maybe. I don't know. Maybe they even got like a slow clap when they walked in. Who knows? <laughs> but uh, but obviously these people got uh, months in prison as well. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah. Uh, months yeah yeah but 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 still uh it's it's kind of crazy that you can become so like unattached to the rest of the world mm. where you like yeah like like i said it's kind of like that influenza case where the 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 ki- the kid who was i think he was drunk driving and yeah, like, like four people some, got killed yeah or it was like a that. big accident and then w- when he was going to trial his uh lawyer actually tried to didn't he try to like well, he came up with affluenza right as a term i think or his psychologist or something like that yeah he's they tried to they tried to say that oh no he can't be put responsible for this because of his mental illness affluenza he's unattached to the to like reality yeah. because he's, he's so, so privileged rich and privileged so we he can never understand what's right responsibility. yeah what's right or wrong in society so if a person like that murders someone it's like affluenza it's, it's just like not only do you have the money to to get the 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 best lawyer or whatever you actually cannot you, you have like instant immunity for being born rich if i under, if i remember correctly mm-hmm. that guy and his mother the influencer f- boy yeah they fled to mexico what do you mean fled that so that he wouldn't left be put the country. In, so that he wouldn't be put in jail uh let me let me google this quickly he he went to mexico with his mom and got captured in Mexico. So, yeah. so, so they, they were on they, the run, basically. They went there so that he wouldn't go to jail. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, I, I, yeah, I don't know. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> so super weird. Uh, yeah. But in that case, if you can say that, like, oh, I can't be held responsible for my actions because I have affluenza, mm. I'm born rich. Couldn't you say that about anything? I'm, I'm born poor. I'm, I'm born bougie. I'm born in the countryside. I'm born in... Well, I'm, I'm born uh, poor with uh, terrible parents. Yeah. Therefore, I do other Every, weird stuff. Everyone can say that in that case. Yeah. Do you know uh, what I heard? I'm a crack baby. Do you know I heard something interesting in a podcast about all this? So basically, you know, it's this. it comes to no surprise to anyone that David and I are like not into punishment. Like the, the legal system shouldn't be like a punishment for, for criminals. It should be about making people better rehabilitate yeah and prevent it's also for me it's also a punishment really is it yeah it's not all like if someone murders 10 people it's like it's not like oh let's rehabilitate this person what of course it is well you need to punish people as well what do you mean punish like revenge no but like say you have done something wrong it's like otherwise there's no repercussions for anything yeah yeah yeah. of course but not like punish (laughs) as in uh, torturing no no but but also not not like from a morality standpoint right do, or do you feel like there's a morality standpoint here it was more of a societal standpoint yeah so like you know there, there needs to be consequences if you behave if you badly something wrong. Be, yeah. otherwise it's like i can do whatever i want yeah, yeah, and yeah. i just get some rehabilitation but, but and my I'm point is again. with when i say punishment i mean more like the revenge factor of it 
like the yeah, that's that's the, just fucking you know biblical yeah, nonsense. Yeah, so and that's how I always felt as well. Like mm. that, that has no place in like a civilized society. But I heard something mm. that I thought was quite interesting in a podcast mm. the other day. I don't remember which podcast it was. Was it? Uh, Is that the most mind blowing thing you ever heard? Was it that? I wouldn't say it was. I thought it was fairly <laughs> interesting if we could put it on that side of the on the scale. Uh, but I heard someone talking about the punishment and the revenge factor of putting people in jail or whatever mm. as not a part of you know society avenging or like telling that criminal like bad you you should do you know it's but it's another factor into the punishment thing mm. so what this woman was saying is that the punishment uh, revenge thing isn't like it's not meant to be directed at the extra criminal but it's meant to be therapeutical for the victim Okay. So say that you are the victim of a violent crime or someone has been mentally abusing you in a relationship or something has happened to you that has scarred you and, and made you distrust people. You distrust humanity and mm. you feel betrayed or whatever from someone that you loved or maybe, you know, just scared, strangers scare you all of a sudden yeah. because of this. If society then steps in and says like, no, you cannot do that to this victim. We're going to put you away for seven years for doing that. Mm. That means that the the victim gets the, like a therapeutical sense of society is here for me. There, there is, uh, people care about my well-being. People care about me feeling safe and, and, and I'm taken care of. And people say, you know what? We hear you. That is not acceptable. No one is supposed to behave like that towards you. We got this. Yeah. Hmm. I never thought about it that way before. That it's about the victim feeling like someone is listening to their story and taking them seriously, especially if it is a crime that is like maybe within a relationship or between people that you like some with, with someone that you know is is behaving badly towards you. Yeah. So, so I think that's one of the reasons why rape victims often feel so fucking betrayed by society. That is like almost no rape cases ever even go to trial. No, and the exactly. few rapists that actually get convicted are like, yeah, you get six months or one yeah. and a half years or, you know, something yeah. stupid. Yeah, like of that. course you have to put people away, get them away from society. And yeah, say, but I never, heard, hey, you, I never thought about it that way. You shouldn't be around here. Yeah, but I never like you factored in the victim's feelings in this. Did you? I think I thought yeah. it was interesting. <laughs> or like yeah i think so well, is this like, like obvious have you just like missed it is it like an obvious thing <laughs> yeah i i, I think so all it's right like, yeah, well it's, it's, okay it's, never mind me then <laughs> seems obvious anyway i think it's time to wrap things up thank you all for listening today uh and and please give us a thumbs up so this new podcast can can live and thrive basically i mean look at what uh, all the patrons have already done for us Yes, thank you so this is much. Such beautiful setup. Yes, and go to the, to uh, to our shop and and get uh, some of the new uh, Monday morning and coffee's a drug uh, merch. Basically, yeah, they can't, you can't you can't see the coffee's a drug there, but go take a look on the um, website. It's really can you? I can't reach it. Oh yeah, you can. You can do it. There we go. Yeah, my arm is right in the way. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, they can, you can go see to it the next website. week or click the link below yeah. and check it out. Uh, anyway. Thank you all for watching. Yeah, this was fun. Yeah, we will be back Good uh, times. next week. Good times. Good times podcast. Tell your friends. You heard it here first. Yes, tell your friends. Tell your friends. Share it on, uh, on Insta stories and everywhere. You're, you're always so good at sharing yeah. um, this on Insta, Insta stories anyway. Yeah, thank so, you. Yeah, talk to you guys soon and see you next week. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.